0: It is Ryan Horvath, but it's the P.J. Glassman glasser. P.J., do you like that nickname,
1: the Glassman? You know, it's funny. I've actually never had it before. I Yeah, I don't mind it at all. I like it. It's kind of become, like, the name that I've known throughout the, the network on the different shows, right? Everybody knows me as the Glassman, yeah. so, yeah. I, I mean, mean, my whole life, I've gotten P.J. Like, that's obviously yeah. been a big one, but never Glassman before. But, yeah, I kind of do like it.
0: Yeah, I just call you Peach. I've always just called you Peach. I think, I think actually, Ostrowski came up with the Glass Man when you guys were hosting together. I want to say, I don't know, I don't know if I like the Glass Man for you. I don't know. Yeah, I think I, we need something. I think we need I, something I, like more, more intimidating. When I think the Glass Man, I think like a player that always gets hurt. You know what I mean? Is isn't that <laughs> what we call like? Isn't that what people were calling Derrick Rose after a while? Like he was made glass of glass. Man. Isn't that Samuel L. Jackson and Unbreakable? I don't know.
1: In my be like that. yeah, Trista uh, of the Night. She 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 loves Paige so much. Loves just love everybody at the network calls me Paige, it's, it's what just they call it.
0: It's a wholesome name, and you're a wholesome guy, you know. So, uh, mm-hmm. you weren't so wholesome though when you thought you were actually a little moody the first couple segments. I like to see I it. Was. You reminded me a little bit of myself. See, for yeah. me, it's usually the last hour of the show. Um, I like to win. I like to win when I when I when I bet my own money obviously, right? When we when we bet our, we we bet, you know, we actually bet these games. We're not just here yeah. doing content. We bet these games. That final hour, like if it's like a 1 in 3, 1 in 4 night for me Peach, and, you know, it's our job to do a sports talk show. Sometimes it is so hard when you're just getting oh. your teeth kicked in. So I'm so excited for you. FAU, <laughs> FAU in, in English. You had them three and a half in the first half. I unfortunately now have to sweat them out the rest of the game. I'm jealous. You get in, you get out. They uh, cover by four, but it was a it was a sweat. We had a foul oh. under the basket with eight seconds to go. I thought they were in the bonus. My heart sunk for you, but now do you feel a little bit better? Can you smile? Can you breathe a little I, bit?
1: We feel a little better. See, that's the thing. It's the fact that it's the first bed of the night. Nobody wants to go and one. And, Ryan, after the bad beats I had last night, I was on the wrong end of three hooks. I had two teams to cover the five and a half, who won by 5, and then I had Indiana 14 and a half and they lose by 15. So here I am seeing FAU. The kid makes the layup and one. They're up three with 30 seconds left. When he went yeah. to the free throw line, I, I mean, that ball felt like it was in the air for five seconds. And then when it went down, and then we had the foul underneath on FAU, and I'm like... It was Just funny, curious. though. I had my headphones down on my desk, and I stood up to watch on my TV, and I could hear you scream, Block! Block! No foul! And I'm like, oh, I think we got it. So, there we go. Yeah. God bless. See, You're right, though. I See, I don't like being moody like that. I don't like being a little agitado. But you know what? Sometimes you gotta be until you hit your bet. So I'm glad it came through.
0: That's the toughest part about doing a live betting show. This is why, like, Nick and Ken... And Joe and Aaron and everybody else like they have it made because they could just swear and throw things like I break things like I don't know if you can see it like this this bobblehead this is look at this real quick this is my grandfather and this is the fourth one that we've been through this is my where's my camera Gordy Gillespie right here there he is mm-hmm. I I my, my wife's like what's wrong with you like they don't make these anymore obviously there was like five of these that were left, and I've taken four of them and just chucked them across the room. Uh, Green Bay field goal blocked in the divisional round against San Francisco. That was one Gordy Gillespie bobblehead <laughs> Um Punt blocked in the same game. That was the other one. And then I had, like, Virginia is eight-and-a-half point favorites. And, like, for some reason, um, I forgot what happened, man. I, I think they – I don't know. I-, I think they went, like, one of 12 from the uh, cherry stripe down the stretch, but it wasn't this past week. All right, let's get to these uh, NBA games, NBA scores and NBA games that we got coming up. And then we got to talk a little bit about Justin Fields and uh, the craziness that's going on right now with him. I, I feel like Justin Fields deserves better. And to be honest, I feel like the bears deserve better. I feel like, you know, it's like the perfect time for a divorce because I think Justin Fields could still play his best football elsewhere with a real coaching staff, a real offensive line and more weapons And I feel like Caleb Williams is going to be that guy. I hate to say it as a Packer fan. All right, the Magic are up 54-50 on the Cavs. They're one-and-a-half-point dogs. They closed to six-and-a-half-point dogs. Philly's getting absolutely blown out right now. 69-45 to the Knicks. You heard from Dan Karpik. That's the team that he thinks that could give Boston a run for their money, actually, in the Eastern Conference, which surprised me a little bit. I still think it's Milwaukee. Uh, Toronto's up 59-44, unfortunately, on our Nets. The Pacers are up huge, 70 to 43 on the Pistons. And then the uh, Suns are up 3532 on the Mavs. Uh, the Suns tonight without Brad Beal. Coming up tonight, we got OKC. We got the Clippers. OKC one and a half point favorites. Totals 235 and a half. We both like the Clippers in that one. We talked about that. Uh, the Celtics are up to eight and a half right now against the Bulls on the road at the UC. Totals two twenty-four and a half. I bet the Bulls. Dan likes the Celtics in this game. Um, you know, Usually I would like Boston. I just feel like coming off the All-Star break, like I said, Chicago's rested. They're at home in this spot. I think they could keep this game within two, three possessions. But it's the NBA, so you never know. Uh, anything else for you? You have the Pelicans, six-and-a-half-point favorites against the Rockets as well coming up this hour. Total 227-and-a-half, Peach.
1: Nothing else for me, Rye. I'm just sweating out the Nets here who are down 11 at halftime. It's just reminding me why I don't bet the NBA. And it's extremely frustrating and I'm uh, not happy about it. So definitely not doubling down on the Nets. I'm just letting the money line ride. Hopefully they make a run. You know, I'm bummed at myself. I really took a long look at the Pacers tonight against the Pistons. I- I'd be interested to go back and see what the record of teams are who host all-star weekend and if they if their game their first game out of all-star weekend is a home game what their record is right because I mean the Pacers have the biggest advantage like sure some of these guys you know go to nice destinations and they go to the beach and they go to Cabo or they go to Cancun wherever it may be but you know I'm sure some of them kind of like to stay home and just take it easy spend time with the fam stay off their feet whatever it may be so obviously with the all-star break being there in Indiana uh Halliburton and some of the other Miles Turner was competing like those guys didn't have to travel unlike a lot of players on a lot of other teams that's a huge advantage also helps that they're playing the worst team in the league so that certainly helps too but uh yeah I would like that data you know of like teams that are home in their first game after the all-star break I took a Took a long look at them, and they're just absolutely demolishing the uh the Pistons. So wish I had a piece of the Pacers. Nothing else really interests me, though. Maybe yeah. the Lakers. I mean, is that too much of an overreaction without LeBron? The five and a half. Mm. Or does that feel about right?
0: I think it feels about right.
1: Yeah, I think
0: yeah. I think it's a stay away. Again, Dan yeah. Karpik tonight. I wrote down his props: Trey Man over five and a half assists.
1: He Walker loved that. Kessler
0: one. over nine and a half points. He likes the Jazz. It's a BetQL play, four-star play, nine and a half point favorites. Josh Giddy over three and a half assists. So maybe I would just roll with those because, he, you know, he's more of the NBA guy, Peach. We're college guys. We're football guys. Let's talk a little football. And let's talk a little Justin Fields, actually, right now. If you check offshore... Uh, you could see the odds where Justin Fields is now the favorite to be the quarterback for Atlanta Week One next season minus one twenty five. I would love that fit to be honest. Him playing in a dome with Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bijan Robinson. You keep Tyler Algier. Spend a little bit more money on the defensive side of the ball. You have, you have a defensive minded head coach. I actually like that hire for Atlanta. They went offensive minded head coach, uh, and it didn't work out. So now you got to fix up that defense. They spent the fourth most money in free agency last year. The Steelers have the second-best odds, uh, plus 175. Now, these are going to be bouncing around, obviously, because there's a lot going on with Justin Fields. He's jumping on podcasts. Uh, We got this audio right here. Justin Fields actually jumped on the uh, St. Brown Brothers podcast and talked a little bit about wanting to stay in Chicago. Do you want to stay in Chicago, or what's up?
2: Yeah, of course. Of course I want to stay. To be honest, bro, I'll be trying to, like, with all the talk. It's, It's hard to i guess kind of just boom being one place but i can't see myself playing in another place but i know how that league is like E Q U is probably the same way before you left green bay but i mean if it was up to me i would want to stay in chicago i love the city the city's lit the the fans are you know they're great mm-hmm. and the people it's a business i ain't got no control over it so whatever right. happens happens but i feel like the biggest thing with all this going on right now i just wanted to be over just let me know if i'm getting traded yeah. let me know if i'm staying tonight I like watching film in the off season. I like watching the offense, you feel me? Seeing what they're going to do a lot and uh, stuff like that, so. Yeah, see, I
0: what's kind What's with the unfollow with the bear? What's, what's
1: up with that?
2: Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, <laughs>
1: but like, why, why are <laughs> y'all follow, I follow the Bears? This
2: and that. Like, I still mess with the Bears, this and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I, I'm following the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG, don't mean you're not messing with them. That's sure. true. That's true. That's <laughs> facts. Be, That's facts. But you, be, you, be, you follow Luciana, right? Hmm? But listen, listen. Man, yeah, that's, that's, that's my bro. girlfriend, though. That's different. But I'm saying, like, when you're single, it's you really messing with the girls you don't follow more than the girls you follow. You, know you what feel what me? Oh, like, so you're you saying you mess
1: with man. the Bears? You're saying you mess with the Bears more now that you don't follow them?
2: Man, ah, like okay, it. okay. <laughs> it's it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. And mm-hmm. guess what? Just get away. Really get away from every Bears post. It's let's drive, see who you follow. Uh, nah, let's see who you follow. See the drive, Caleb. So it's like, bro. Man, I'm tired of hearing the talk. We want to, we We want Like, it's just, bro, like, it's time to just. you're telling me you
1: don't follow no football. Bro, you follow?
2: I follow Ohio State football. I don't follow the NFL. I don't follow the Bears. Bleacher Report. Bleacher Bleacher Report. report. It's basketball season. They're not posting nothing about football, dog.
0: All right, so there's a lot there. Uh, That's, uh, we got to give credit to the same uh, Brown Brothers pod, which, let me say one thing real quick, all right? The fact that Equinemius EQ St. Brown just gets to ride his brother's co-test. No, I'm just kidding, man. But as um, a Green Bay Packer fan, uh, if he catches that two-point conversion against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, never mind. We're not going to go there. But anyway, uh, so I feel bad for Justin Fields, to be honest, man, because I like Justin Fields. Um, I do too. Also, I don't believe him. I don't believe him. Like, he definitely unfollowed the Chicago Bears because he's done with the Chicago Bears. Look, he knows how this ends. He's being a class act. And also, he's a starting quarterback in the National Football League. He's one of the more exciting players. He had a solid season, right? I still don't trust him in the fourth quarter. I just think he needs a lot around him, right? And I still worry a little bit that he's a one-read quarterback. He doesn't go through all of his progressions. But he's fun as hell to watch. He can make the throws. He made every throw at Ohio State in that offense, granted, with those wide receivers. But I would love him in Atlanta. Um, I don't know about Pittsburgh so much, but I would love him in Atlanta, I would love that for Kyle Pitts and Drake London and Bijan. Um, But I feel bad for him because, like he said, he's a starting quarterback. He's a quarterback. He wants to start watching film. He wants to know who his teammates are. Like, a lot of these guys want to do their offseason workouts. They want to get together with their wide receivers. He can't do that. He doesn't know if he's going to be in Pittsburgh. He doesn't know if he's going to be in Atlanta. And, you know, he's not going to come out and say it. And he's a dude that's made some money and he's obviously like got swag and he's a great football player but this has to hurt a little bit too you know what I mean like the team that drafted you it appears they may want you but they probably don't want you you know you're on social media and you see the fan base some people like trade Justin Fields some people want Justin Fields to stick around I like Justin Fields, but I think you have to go with Caleb Williams, to be honest, man. And this is a new general manager. It's now a new coaching staff. They don't really have an attachment to Justin Fields. So I think now is the time to pull the plug and get yourself Caleb Williams. This is the same organization that passed up on, you know, Pat Mahomes and Deshaun Watson for Mitch Trubisky. So you have to take Caleb Williams. It's unfortunate, though, for Justin Fields. I feel terrible for him uh, in this situation.
1: Yeah, no, i do too and i agree with everything you said i think fields is is a really good player i mean you know ryan a lot of the times all these quarterbacks that excel right away in the nfl are put in a really good situations right like cj stroud was given bobby slowick who's a really good oc you know when lamar jackson came into the league the ravens completely revamped their offense do you think mahomes would be as good as he is If he didn't have Andy Reid, you know, there helping him as a head coach. Obviously, Jared Goff, when he was a young player. Remember what Jared Goff looked like under uh, Jeff Fisher? And then what he looked like under Sean McVay? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's night and day what some of these quarterbacks can look like. So, Fields has really been never given uh, just a fair deal. You know, Nagy just was a disastrous head coach. Then you bring in a defensive head coach with Eber Flus, and Luke Getzey is the OC and it just doesn't work out so if Atlanta is the destination for Justin Fields I'm with you like that would be awesome just to see all those athletes on the field at the same time do you think Atlanta would instantly become the favorite in the NFC South you think that would be the team to beat or like let's say Mike Evans comes back to Tampa what what are the odds looking like in the NFC South we know Panthers are in last Saints, Bucks, oh, yeah. and Falcons. Like price price what the NFC South would look like in your mind.
0: I think after two straight seasons of being the favorites, the Saints are probably the the third right there. I yeah, agree. Yeah, I think it's probably between yeah, maybe Atlanta. Maybe maybe Tampa if Baker comes back, Mike Evans comes back if everybody's back. But I mean it's close. Atlanta at most probably probably plus one fifty, I would say. Yeah. Maybe plus 125, though, with Justin Fields. All right, we'll take a quick break. Rob Brown joins the show next. BetMGM tonight. It's time for a short commercial break. Don't go anywhere, though, because we'll be right back with even more BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.